we're back with another episode. This episode of the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler is sponsored by MyApothecary.com. MyApothecary is the premier online destination for hemp-derived CBD that will help you curate a wealthy lifestyle. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent any specific employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. This podcast series does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Services. It's the face off. It's the face off. Spread love, spread light, and don't forget to laugh your face off. It's the face off. It's the face off. Spread love, spread light, and don't forget to laugh your face off. gentlemen welcome back again welcome 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 Welcome. how was your week this past week man um you know it was a week the weeks i can honestly not believe it is already the end of june seriously where has this month gone it is hotter than the innermost circle of hell here in texas now even hotter with the recent supreme court rulings (laughs) but um my week was pretty good. That's we had cool. an old friend resurface at the hospital, so it was good to see their face. Yeah. And I'm just here living life, man. I don't know what to say. I worked the weekend, so I'm tired as hell. Yeah. Get this shit. I worked all last week. Mm-hmm. I worked this weekend. I work all next week. I have Saturday off, and then I work Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Just call in. Fuck that job. I know. Just, Truly, just call in. Honestly, I'm already tired. Just call in. But we're gonna get through it together, people. I believe it us. Yeah, you can take naps. You should that means that you should be for the next week, you should not be going out to dinner. You should not be going out anywhere at well, all. Well, I'm trying to my goal is I started last week. I'm not gonna drink during the week alone. <laughs> That's my big goal. Okay. I'm sober now. I would like everyone to know. Well, you have no choice because you were at work. That's true. Yeah. We just did an interview. We were interviewing for another podcast and the whole time I was thinking, is my ADD worse when I'm drunk or sober? Because the whole time we were talking, I was zooming out, even while I was like, I was actively the one talking. Really? And I could feel my brain elsewhere. You know, I feel like not necessarily that I have ADHD. This mic sounds really weird today. Um, Not that I have ADHD or nothing like that, but I just feel like I, because I have this on. Uh. No, no, sorry, just kidding, I lied. <laughs> I don't know my left or my right. Uh, I feel like I'm super overstimulated lately. Like really, every little like, especially at work and stuff. Like every like beeps and boops and bops and text oh, messages. Not the beep, I, boop, oh bops. my god! I hate, but in the hospital setting. It All doesn't we bother had me. was beep boop spots. But you don't but you don't hear it. It's almost like how parents don't hear their children. Because screaming. you have a alarm fatigue. Yeah, I do. But now you're in your house, you got your space set up and it's quiet and you don't have people bothering you like actively in your space. So you're probably your sensory threshold's been lowered. Yeah, I don't now I see why my ninety eight year old grandmother's just like, Whose child is this? You're too loud. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Like it's so annoying. Oh, have you been to a mall lately? No. I bet you're gonna be super overstimulated. When I haven't like, been to a mall. Even when I went to Legoland, I was like It's too much. But it was but I, I attributed it to the fact that it was hot. Oh so yeah, being like, hot makes it worse. Yeah, definitely. How was your week? Um, my week was okay. It was um it was really good up until actually today, Saturday, but Oh, the day that um, you saw me. <laughs> well no, I just I don't feel good. Like I've been in the gym heavy, been doing my meal plans and all that kind of stuff. Oh, I wanted to give a shout out too before I forget this to Dr. Malika Dandridge. I know she's listening. I am so incredibly pr- proud of her. She successfully defended her uh dissertation for her PhD and she's officially Dr. Malika Dandridge. <laughs> I am pale. I just noticed. Congratulations, Congratulations. Dr. Um, So hopefully that was okay for me to say that. But anyway, uh, I think so. <laughs> but yeah, so this week um, I was doing perfectly fine. I retwisted my hair Friday and then I was finished. And then it like just hit me like a ton of bricks. And I've been going to the gym during my lunch break. And yeah, just I working out and stuff. Yeah, I know. You the bastards. Cece <laughs> <laughs> called me. She was like, she told me to do that. <laughs> we, she, Monty has a... Uh, 
who have you connected with? I don't know. You know, I connected with uh, Audrey, Jessica, and Cece. Okay, so she on the Apple Watch is connected to girls in the office, and it tells them when she's working out, and we're yeah. all sitting there like ti- just got off the floor, tired as shit, just like <laughs> mentally dead, and someone got a do do, and they're like, oh, like Monica just did a workout. Monica just did a workout, and and they're like, oh, why can send her some like an encouraging response? And I was like, yeah, scroll through, and the first one she scrolled said, didn't think you had it in you, and I was like, send it. You have to send that. And she was like, no, there's so many other ones I was like uh-uh, you gotta send it because her and jessica sent me one but the thing is we had synced our watches like two years ago that's weird because i think even queen they did hers we all synced our watches together uh and audrey too and um i re- i had the series three which is, which is that? so old that the series three of the watches the third watch that came out so i recently upgraded because that watch was just giving me issues and it would die so fast anyway but it's apple probably doing that allegedly anywho uh they got sued for doing that yeah no they probably were doing it to the apple watch as well too mm, apple. but um so now i can see like all my you know my uh, ekg and my uh oh that's cool my o2 sets and stuff but i got a new watch so that's why because it wouldn't it wouldn't sync before for the last like year and a half i need a new watch too then yeah I have to have one. You have to have one. Well, I need it. an EKG and I need to know my O2 set. Absolutely. That would have been good in Peru when I was dying on a mountain. Well, maybe not. Because if you would have saw that, you would have probably freaked out. Like 80. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then there would have been a record of it. But no, other than that, I just, um this week to today, I'm just kind of feeling like, or even last night it started. I just feel like, you know how when you have the flu, but what, you just have just the body aches? So I don't know if it's actually something or if it's just... Um, because I was going really hard in the gym this week and doing a lot of legs, and so my legs are pretty much dead. But also, um, excuse me, I'm gonna, I'm not even gonna apologize. I'm gonna be yawning during this episode because your girl's tired. She doesn't have speed running through her blood system right now. Yeah. I went to work all day. I was healing your friends and family, and we still got one more thing to do. Before and we, we still have things to do today. Yeah. And we've already recorded today. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck I was saying. <laughs> I was talking about going to the gym and being sore the heat drains yes. everything like yes, i step outside and i'm tired yeah. i've been so tired lately i don't know if my anemia is back but i'm gonna blame the texas sun so that i agree that too i think wor- working out and being in the sun mm-hmm. and just existing in like, this world right now even just trying to go to the trash can and like put my trash out there You're i'm like, just like oh. <laughs> i need to lay down and take a nap it's bad <laughs> like, did you see the lady who left her child in the car no in the texas heat but you know okay here's the thing though i honestly when i hear parents that do stuff like that i honestly don't judge them and the reason why is because i can personally see how you forget a whole ass child in the back of a car i i can totally understand that because as a parent look think about your fucking adhd that is you would leave a child in the car i could very well leave a child in the car like everybody says oh well you you don't leave your phone in the car you're right because your phone is portable in your hand mm-hmm. a whole child is not and especially too if your child is sleeping in the back sometimes you got so much going on you don't remember that so i can see how people do that i just i agree i always feel bad for them though. i feel so bad having to live with that shit but i'm just thinking like that's how hot it is here yeah that it, you can't even leave your kid who it's, i don't think the kids are in the car for like hours yeah it's just that hot here yeah my mom used to leave us in the car all the time Oh, if my mom that tried to leave me 80s. in a car, I was going to say right now, like my mom could leave me in a car right now. Definitely not. You get out. <laughs> if she straps you in, hot. I'm calling the police. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely calling the police. But yeah, that's sad though. Like I think a lot of people always judge parents when that happens and they're just like, oh, you, there's no way you should leave your child. No, accidents happen. I'm tired now. Can you imagine having a child? Hell no. I would be whacked out of my listen, mind. My sister keeps saying, I need to send Liam to you for the for the summer. And I'm not like, in the summer. Go ahead and send them. And, I'm, and then I thought about it. I was like, who about to go outside? Boy, if you don't go take a nap, entertain your damn self. You know what kids love to do? Activities. You know, they love even more outside Side activities. activities. Yes. In the sun? No. I can barely get myself from work to the house and inside the house. And I'm like, whew, that was too much. I don't even have to go anywhere to go to work. I go come downstairs to my office and it's I can barely too do much. That. I will wake up so at 10 minutes So shout out to all the parents out there doing Seriously, the damn thing. Cause... That is super sad. But other than that, my week was okay. I'm just kind of feeling a little funky. So preferably this is not anything for real and I can get over this, whatever this yeah. is and, and be okay. Um, Let's go ahead and get on into it. This is gonna, We're gonna try to make this episode very quick. We don't want to prolong the time, uh, as the old Baptist bishops. We're here to hit you with the facts and the fun stuff and get a little hee hee ha ha and get the hell out of here, people. Absolutely. Not try to waste your time this week, all right? Absolutely. So, as everybody knows, uh, or if you don't know, uh, now you know, (laughs) now you do know, um, the Supreme Court has uh, come down with their ruling that they already said they were going to do when the the draft was leaked, uh, that they have now overturned. At least they're keeping their promises. Absolutely. That's the only thing 
keeping their promises on. So the Supreme Court has officially overturned Roe v. Wade, which for those that don't know, it is um, protecting women's rights to choose abortion as well as safe abortion um, to especially miscarriages, medical abortions to save the mother. Um, if you were raped, God forbid, or sexually assaulted and, uh, you know, suffer from incest and were pregnant, you could get a medical abortion, all that kind of stuff. So all of that has now been stripped away. And um, as a result of that, uh, a few states in the United States has gone to an immediate ban on abortions at the state level. Um, however, I know Joe Biden did say that if Roe v. Wade was overturned, that he would sign an executive order to allegedly to um, keep it legal at the federal level and to ban any state from prosecuting women if they decided to cross state lines to get said abortion. Because that's insane that we can say states' rights, right? States have the choice, but I can still prosecute you if you leave your state to have it done Absolutely. somewhere else. That's insane. And also, too, what the, the um, them overturning it also says that physicians who perform uh, these medical procedures, abortion or medical miscarriage, medical abortion, whatever you want to title it, they can also be prosecuted and it's considered a felony. And some states will not prosecute the person for having the abortion. They will prosecute the medical professional who performed it with a felony. I've been having lots of thoughts. Let's hear them. Okay. So my first thought is the Supreme Court said at a national level, this is not a legal issue. It is a moral issue, right? Mm -hmm. That then the government has no right to blanket statement say that abortion should be legal, that we're going to protect this abortion. Each state can decide, right? Okay. Well, they're just saying that, that the, Constitution the Constitution doesn't specifically say abortion on a federal level. So now they're passing it back down to the state. So they don't want to deal with the issue anymore. It's basically right. the problem. So they're making it a state issue. So then I was like, okay, so of course our red ass Republican state, Texas, Texas, maybe you've heard of it. Um, I still don't claim Texas. Of course would be <laughs> like, eh, no way girl, mm -hmm. take it out. We ain't doing it. Yeah. Right. So immediately I was like, well, all these people are doing all this shit. They're just going to have all these people up and move from Texas. And then I'm like, but that's what they fucking want. Why do they want people to move? Because I feel like we've all, not that we're going blue, but more big cities have been going blue. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this would be the, the best push to get people to fuck up out of here. Young people, all these mm -hmm. people that are coming here or all these people that were here and are trying to make these things happen. But now I'm like, that's probably what they want to make the state red, super red, blood red again. Yeah, I agree. So now we got to stay. Now we got to stay. Now we got to stay. You know what I think though? Um, first of all, I, I want to say this. I'm not surprised. Okay. I've been saying for years, first of all, black women have been saying for years and have been telling white women in this country for years not to trust they come their up white you husbands. Next. And for some reason, white women are like, no, that's your experience. So remember at the foreign job I used to work at, I used to tell you like, this is what's happening. They're coming for me. And you're like, that's your experience. And they started coming for your ass. Mm -hmm. Bitch, I, I told like, you. Now it's our experience. Exactly. And so... I think black women have been screaming from the mountaintops and white women are like, well, this is a woman's issue. It's not because this them overturning Roe v. Wade that's been in existence for 56 years is strictly about white supremacy. The census came out in 2020 and it showed that mixed race people are on the move to be the majority. Uh, did y'all hate to, I'm sorry. No, no, did you watch the NBA draft this year? Yes, I did. Light skins. Eh everywhere mixed race people will be the majority they are they're hedging you out of the fucking nba yes they are and so i think that this is all a ploy to keep their race in existence and here's the thing i don't blame them because again white people operate and i know you're white you're you're partially white but you were raised as a white woman but white people their only agenda is to preserve themselves that's why they're so evil. This is why they're so vindictive. This is why they make laws. But I get it. If you are trying to preserve your Something. race, you are going to do everything you can to do it, even if it doesn't rationally make sense. So this idea that they are not human, you're absolutely right. They're just about themselves. They don't care who else is affected by it. So why are we surprised? Also, too, I firmly believe that white people are aliens. These are the aliens. Everybody think aliens are like E.T. They're not. They're Alyssa, partially. She's 50% yeah, alien. I but I also think, too, one of, one of the things that I saw recently was a lot of 
uh, right wing conservative people, especially Christians, which I hate. I won't say I hate Christians because I am a Christian. I do believe Christ, uh, Jesus Christ, uh, believe in him. But anyway, one thing that I hate is when people bring religion into free will. Right. Because as a Christian, it talks in the Bible about, oh, well, God gives us free will to choose. Right. That's like the so, first chapter. Exactly. And so, you know. On the first day, choose. Uh, <laughs> hey, listen. I'm not saying I'm a scholar or exactly. anything, a theologian, but I do know very early on in there. that book, he said, you could choose. It's somewhere between Genesis and Revelation. Anyway, <laughs> but I feel like if you serve a God that says, well, you can only have free will when it comes to choosing me and nothing else, you're in a fucking cult. Yes. You're in a cult. Like, and people say, well, you, you choose this at your job. Your job tells you when to go to lunch, when to clock in. You're absolutely right. Corporate America is a cult. We're not denying that. You know what <laughs> it's I mean? a cult I have to be a part Except of. Exactly. Because of a social in this construct. society. Number two, regardless of your religious beliefs, at the end of the day, Everyone in these United States is not a Christian. Everybody does not believe in God. And you cannot uh, talk about what morality is because morality to me is different from morality from to Alyssa. And you cannot put your religious beliefs on me and say, oh, this is a proud day in America. Now, here's the thing. You can have your opinion and rejoice all you want to. But at the same time, you telling somebody that they shouldn't kill their child or murder their uh, their fetus because, you know, it's life is at conception you don't know what the hell you will do until you get in that situation and what's going to happen is a lot of these people especially some of these gen z people who are coming out there was one gospel artist that i, I had to unfollow her because i was like you are confused out of your fucking mind anyway she's from the walls group anywho amazing <laughs> oh, singer no, i like the kids girl the youngest one not the youngest but she's the youngest one of the other of them aja she wrote this whole bit and i was like girl keep your ship first of all i can't even get mad at her you haven't lived life. You're only like what, 19, 20, whatever the fuck. I don't you haven't had any experiences for real, for real. So I again, she's like, Well, I've had sex before. Nobody gives a shit at the end of the day. That's not what this is this about. This is not what this is about. It's about the fact that even if you believed that children should not be aborted, whatever the case may be, that's not the same belief for everybody. And also, too, the fact that it doesn't make provision. For women who are experiencing ectopic pregnancies, women who are hemorrhaging or women who have cancer and need to abort their child, or even if you know that as a parent, you cannot take care of a child who has genetic issues that you've been told about based off the testing, you should not be forced to take care of that child and bear the burden, okay, of all these finances and having lack of resources just because you're a Christian. Everybody doesn't subscribe to the same religion. So the fact that you only say free will for what you want it to apply to is disgusting. It's because ridiculous. you're not pro-life you're pro-birth if you're you pro-life there would be subsidized education and better everything for these children we wouldn't have a formula shortage we would have and something tampons. better than wick <laughs> and tampons right you would have better education for these kids you would make sure the foster care system wasn't overwhelmed that these kids weren't dying at the hands of their foster parents that they weren't neglected and abused but you don't care. And I hate this like empirical Christian thought we have again. That's like, well, we're going to save the babies and put the prayer back in the church. And we're going <laughs> to, I'm sorry, we didn't do all these things for you before. Yeah. But we're going to make it right now. Right. That you, this country was founded on the fact that everyone here is welcome to believe what they want and right. practice what they want and have those freedoms. What happened to my body, my rights when it came to the vaccine, but you don't have the same thing for women. Like, that doesn't make any sense. You are not allowed, because they're your religious beliefs, to blanket that for a whole fucking state. No, you don't. You because that's what, no. And this is why you have the separation of church and state. And, hey, I get it. As the Supreme Court justices, I totally get why they decided to do this, because they're tired of hearing about it. Washing I totally their get hands. It. But here's the other part that I want to bring up. Um, I blame Ruth Bader Ginsburg, okay? <laughs> I just do. On her grave. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ruth, listen, everything that you have done for women's rights you literally sabotage it because you were too selfish to get your old ass off that fucking bench. Get us when Obama was in office, you knew you had cancer. And I'm not saying you knew you was going to die. That's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is you knew you had cancer Someone at that time. Someone told you to get your affairs in order and you did not. Listen, people kept telling you, hey, Ruthie, Ruthie, Ruthie girl, get your ass or your old ass off the bench. She's, oh, no, no, no. I'm going to stay here for, I'm going to die on the bench, which is exactly what you did. And when you bit, when you're behind died, okay. Cause I'm not going to disrespect <laughs> her like that. When she died, who ended up taking her spot? Yet another Republican. You could have allowed Obama to put another democratic Supreme court justice 
on that bench. But no, Ruth, you wanted control. And not only that, the fact that a whole ass woman was like, yep, I agree with this. You on the bench. They can't take you off. I just, it's a health issue, right? It's it is. Health because no one is arguing about, I'm not arguing about the conception part, about right. the age of conce or conception, Absolutely. when a baby is born, when life is viable, whether or not abortion is right or wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that this government should not be allowed to tell me what I can or cannot do Absolutely. with my body. Absolutely. And if you are so worried about people aborting their babies in droves, be a better person. Have your own kids. Educate them how you want. Make them just little versions of you. Be a good person. Draw people into your energy and your spirit, and they're going to wonder what you're doing. And then you can tell them all about your God and how you love him and how you don't want them to abort their children either. Have sex education in schools. Don't chastise your child or treat virginity like this super special gift mm -hmm. and put all this weird taboo around it. That's why girls run wild yeah. and boys run wild and do all this crazy shit. Be a better parent. Be a better person. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> well, I think also too, it kind of goes back to, you know, this this ideology of um, just respect for human regard, right? And I think again, you can't have a conversation with rational people. There was one senator from um, Utah that said that she was in favor of them overturning Roe v. Wade, and so she said. Well, women in my state should be able to control the amount of ejaculation that goes inside of them. And I'm like, hmm. okay, if a person says something like that, you're not dealing with a rational human being. So trying to get them to understand your point is pointless. And I know we talk about voting and all that kind of stuff. This is why they come after voting rights and all that. But the only way that you're gonna control abortion in, the, in your state, honestly, is by voting these people out. But also, too, I feel like there's a bigger conversation because, you know, as I've seen on social media, there's been a lot of white women saying, oh, black women, we got to come together. Right. And we got to be united because this affects you, too. It always happens. Right. It, but the thing is, black people have been living with without the right to choose. Let's be very clear. If you look at the the maternal mortality rates of black and brown women in this sky, country, sky it is we have some of the most. The, the highest mortality rates when it comes to birth. And our rates are even higher than some quote unquote undeveloped countries, which is sad because we're the, you know, the country that's supposed to be this amazing place, right? I don't say we, cause I don't subscribe. I was just born here anyway. But, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like you have these situations that are put into place. And, you know, even, um, what was the guy's name? Have you ever watched black eat crew? On VH1. Oh, well, that's a throwback, baby. So, well, I don't watch anymore because Black Ink Crew. That show is so trashy. But anyway, I Those used to watch. Those don't Duchess. know, it's a black reality show about tattoo artists. Trash. So Caesar, who is the owner of Black Ink or whatever, he there was a, a video that came out recently where he threw a chair at a dog. What? So because he threw this chair at the dog, VH1 was like, "We've cut ties, bitch." Because the and animals I'm like, have more rights. It, animals have more rights how many, in this country how than many now. NFL players have dragged their wives on in camera, elevators in elevators across that damn shit and they're still back on basketball wives and, and, or whatever the hell they're on and this is why no one blinked an eye when solange beat the shit out of jay-z hmm. reparations that's all i'm saying i mean they're probably over it now but i'm just saying it's insane that now white women are seeing that they a dog has more rights than black and brown people in this country which we already have experienced that so that's not anything new to us but now you're experienced as a white woman let me ask you this question you're a mixed person you are yeah. half black half white your that's mom correct. your mom's white your dad's black true how do you um kind of decipher between the two of you <laughs> you're not an alien but i'm just saying wow. like how how do you as a white woman feel in this country you, you know you're you're black presenting but you were raised as a white woman and kind of having both sides. Like, where, how, what do you think about that? The weirdest part is that I am phenotypically black, right? Mm -hmm. And when I people see me, they see black. Yeah. So I understand completely, not necessarily how to navigate this world as a black person, but mm -hmm. how to operate, yeah. how the world sees me and how I see them. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, do I have some crazy conservative Republican ass white family members, 100%. I'm mm -hmm. from South Texas, that's yeah. how it works. The weird part is knowing these people at an intimate level and hearing mm -hmm. the things that they're saying, and you're like, this makes no sense. Mm -hmm. 
because look at me and like how this affects me and people like me but i don't think necessarily like that not that they don't see color but Mm -hmm. i like they don't see me as black they just see you as a they just see family me member. exactly yeah so i'm always like this y'all that doesn't make sense because mm-hmm. my whole thing is especially during like black lives matter mm-hmm. i'm like you cannot speak on anything mm-hmm. i can barely speak on anything because mm-hmm. i'm not in these communities in these situations where this is happening yeah it's easy to say well like this is and this and i would do this you i do not feel like you can have any kind of true strong opinion in that conversation until you've grown up this way until you've been in these situations around these people and lived it because i can think all the time well that never happened to me or that doesn't happen here why don't we hear more about this or what about Mm -hmm. this situation but until you're in it and you experience it yeah you don't know what the hell's going on Mm -hmm. which is the same thing here to me i'm like until i'm in that situation Mm -hmm. until i have something happen to me where i'm faced with the choice of whether or not to end the life of the child growing inside Mm -hmm. of me how can i speak on that intimate yeah it's such a delicate no i've everyone i know that has had an abortion was Mm -hmm. never like easiest choice i've ever made yeah it's a hard fucking choice Mm -hmm. and no one wants to make it yeah but i'm not going to stand here and say oh absolutely not i would never do it and i can't believe anyone would do it and did it because you just never know yeah very true so i think that's the hard part for me is that i can put myself into and me i don't know if it's i wouldn't say i'm like the most empathetic person Mm -hmm but I think I am more inclined to be empathetic. Yeah. I don't know if that is because I'm mixed or that is because I have this family who all looks the same, but I look different and I can put myself in other people's shoes, but it's very hard for me to not put myself in everyone's mm-hmm. position when things like this happen. Cause yeah. I'm like, I would never want to be faced with that situation. So far be it for me to make such a concrete stand either way. Yeah. If that answers your question. Yeah, definitely. And maybe it's working in the hospital, too. I think so. You, you see you, some crazy shit. And, it, and it's the level of diversity, not just in color and creed and ethnicity, but also, too, in just class as well as medical situation. Because even we see in the hospital setting, you know, we sometimes we see patients and we're just like, let these people die. <laughs> let them freaking die. Yeah. Let them go to glory, Jesus. And then other people were just like, I'm so glad that they fought because had they not fought, their family member wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And now they're alive and thriving and doing all this amazing stuff. Illnesses, diagnoses, they don't discriminate. Yeah, they don't. Your outcomes may be discriminative. Yeah. All of that stuff and the care you get mm-hmm. may be different, but they'll ha- cancer can happen to you if you're black, white, brown, purple, yeah. you know, and seeing that, if you're rich, poor, whatever, mm-hmm. being on this end of it, it's like, well, shit. You see the nicest person come in mm-hmm. and they have a horrible diagnosis. Yes, they do. You see a ain't shit, crappy attitude, piece of shit person come in, same mm-hmm. diagnosis, fine, walk right out of the hospital. Yep. And it's that kind of inequality that makes me always be like, take a second, take a step back, because yeah. you never know. And yeah. I would never want to put myself in that situation and everyone has the right to choose. Mm-hmm. I just can't imagine the government being able to dictate my health care, anything, any other part of my health care. You get in a car accident tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I hope you don't. You won't. God forbid. The God forbid. Of, the blood of Jesus is I'm against saying you, Satan. Something crazy happens to someone we know. Yeah. How about that? And they're they're in a coma. They're on a ventilator. Mm-hmm. And they've, they've been on for five days. And yeah. the government says, well, they have till seven days. If we don't see any viable life, we're turning it off. Exactly. And they're not even the professionals who understand what viability is who makes that dis- I, we've seen people in ventilators for weeks months months families family members who keep them on forever and then we have family members who keep them on for 48 hours and they're like this is not what they want take, yep, turn take it, it off. off absolutely and i oh i have goosebumps because i'm just like you that those kinds of life and death situations which is what this is it because, is a life and death again childbirth is still the number one killer of women in america yes it is all your vital organs, right? And, and and this idea to put religion on it to say, well, if God wanted you to be alive, he would let you be alive. Like that's not really, and then to even going back to your point that you were saying about, you know, kind of being in other people's shoes. One thing that I have learned as an adult is to never judge people's situations because the minute you judge it, God will humble you. Oh yeah. Or whoever your God is, the universe, whatever you believe in, it will humble the shit out of you. Like, for example, you, you, you say, you see, like you love murder mysteries. I do too. Right. Mm-hmm. True crime. And you'd be like, see, see if I was in that position, girl, I would do this, this and that. No, your fat ass won't. You no. wouldn't be able to outrun even in scream. Now why she fell over the air. It's, I wouldn't fail. You don't know what you would do in these particular situations because you're not there your fight or flight responses have not activated your adrenaline has not activated i mean i grew up in a very 
strict religious household and the church that I grew up in is a cult. And, and it still is, unfortunately. It's a cult. And I can say that very loud and proud. Your church is a cult. Anywho, neither here nor there. When I, when I was growing up, I was taught to believe that abortion is a sin and that killing a baby is wrong. So going through elementary, high school, I was also taught that masturbation was wrong. How you gonna tell me loving myself is wrong? I was also told God forgives. Thank you. Like I was I, also told I had free will. That's I, what it's so contradictory to the to the conversation. But any but also too, it's just like you teach all of this stuff. But when you learn people for yourself, even as again as and this is in the Black Christian Church, I was taught that homosexuality is a sin and that all gay people are going to hell. Well, then when I'm operating in middle school and high school and I have these friends who are gay and I'm like, who are also great, lovely, amazing people. There's nothing different from them than who they choose to love. That, that's the only difference. We wear the same clothes. We live in the same types of house. We have the same conversation. We eat the same foods. What's the difference between them and me? Because I choose, because I actually, I like men and they like women. I don't and understand how that- And I get to treat them like shit and I'm still exactly. God-loving and God-fearing. So God loves everybody but LGBTQ plus community people? And those who abort their children. And those who, like what kind of, your God is confusing. Like black Christian people out there or and white conservative Christians, y'all God is the craziest thing ever because I'm telling you, it's not Jesus the Christ. Y'all are talking about a completely different god who you you get to you know pick and choose what you want what's applicable okay if your god is all knowing all seeing because that again i don't serve the same god y'all serve because that that ain't jesus the christ that i know but you you're saying well god gives you free will to choose him Uh, okay so only so that means that there's no choice at all that's like like being in a relationship and saying well i'm still with her because we're married choose me every day Thank God you. wants you to choose him every day if you love him. We only got and we only because we got kids. That, <laughs> I beat your ass. That means when you're out, you can be out in the streets and you're surrounded by all this crazy shit and yep. you're still saying, I'm not going to do this and that because I choose God. Yeah. Now, I am going to be petty for a little bit because I do I do think that this is very funny, right? So the fact that they overturned it, which we already knew, and it really doesn't affect, affect black women because we've been affected ever since we were brought to this country. Our My ancestors, our ancestors. Anyway. Thank you. You're welcome. I, your Nigerian ancestors because you Thank are you. 30% Nigerian. Anywho, so... The fact that people were in the streets of New York and Rhode Island protesting, these were majority white people, right? I want you to remember this, this is majority white people in the streets. Not only were they there, they were at the Supreme Court protesting. What I think is hilarious is how just a couple years ago, black people, black and brown people were in the streets protesting for equality and human basic rights to be treated like a human for black lives matter and they were called savages and thugs and all this other kind of crap but because now you decide to protest something that affects you now all of a sudden you're just oh these lovely protesters well well, black people weren't called protesters we were called agitators don't burn up your own communities what what does that solve well people of rhode island why are you burning up your communities 50 of you got arrested why (laughs) you fucking thugs (laughs) You fucking thugs. You should be wiped off the face of the earth. Protest. Just comply with the police. Just comply. Just do what they say. Did you and see they won't harm you. all the other things they're trying to overturn? Oh, gay rights. The Equal Rights Act. Interracial marriage. The Voting Rights Act. And Brown then, versus the Board of Education. One of the senators brought up. He was like, why don't you just uh, redo Brown versus the Board of Education? And I was like, y'all are stupid. They were interviewing the senator from Kansas, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe, can I don't want to say Kentucky. I it was one of those Kansas. states with a K. It was a K state. Yeah. And they're like, so you're okay with, um, or basically you think that interracial marriage should be dictated at the level of the state. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, yeah. What year is it? 1935. Are you kidding me? This is insane. And even for Clarence Thomas to even say, like he literally wrote it in like a, a, a it was another uh, opinion that they should revisit these cases. I'm just like, Clarence Thomas, your whole ass wife is white. But see, what's going to happen is he's going to protect his marriage and say, oh, well, no, all the other future marriages that come. Because there was even this article that I read where back in the day, her his wife's family talked about him and was like, oh, my God, he was just such a nice guy. We forgot he was black. But you swear you don't see color, though. Interesting. 
I just think it's funny, the hypocrisy. And I can tell you what I'm not going to do. I'm not going into the streets and I'm not protesting for this because this is not a black woman's issue. Well, I'm just like, this is, and I've seen all the posts that are like, this doesn't stop abortion. This stops safe abortion. And that they're right. They're absolutely right. No one's going to stop fucking. No one's Mm going to stop trying to abort their kid if they want to. This is, it's just like the gun thing. People aren't going to stop buying guns and stop shooting people. They're just going to find other ways to do it. I mean, look at Handmaid's Tale. Like, no, let's not. I'm just saying, Handmaid's Tale is literally telling what they are trying to do. I keep telling y'all, Art depicts life. They somebody is a time traveler. The, the creator of The Simpsons, he's a time traveler. I'm telling you, like, and if y'all don't believe that, you're crazy. Y'all keep thinking conspiracy theories are crazy. Well, that's fine. I'll be crazy. But at the same time, it's just like this stuff happening and them trying to overturn everything. It's all rooted in white supremacy. And when you have someone who thinks that they're better than everybody else, you cannot ration with them. You can't. I am a member of the Black Sit Facebook group. Are you? No. Okay, it's a group of black people who have fled the country. They're black expats. Sit? Oh, Black Sit. Black Sit. Like, like, like exit with oh. black. I need to um, It is the best thing I've ever joined. It's just yeah. all these black people who are like, this is how I'm living my best life. I left the U.S. and I have not looked back. And it's like, these are places that are equally as racist to the U.S. Here are places where I was welcomed with open arms and aren't the U.S. Would you really consider leaving? Uh, yes. Me too. Especially after South America, I was like... A, the food was so good. The more research I do, the food here is trash and it will actively kill you. And I'm like, why am I yeah. living in a place that wants to kill me? It's, and it's banned if, everywhere if it's gonna, If it's not the food that's going to kill me, it's the stress from these stupid jobs that we work and how expensive it is just to live. Yep, healthcare. I would gladly leave the United States of America. I agree. I would definitely leave the United States because I, like, my cousin, one of my cousins, she actually lives in Qatar and she teaches there. Um, and, you know, in exchange for getting her student loans paid off and stuff. And... I just know that like living abroad, like it will be an adjustment, obviously. But at the same time, I feel like the more you go out of the country and you see how other people live, you realize how bad you really do have it in your own country. Especially because there's just this idea that the rest of the world is trash because compared that's what they to teach. the U.S. That's what they teach. That And it's like even you get on the side of TikTok where it's like, are you hearing what people outside of the United States are saying about the United States? And they're just like, we feel sorry for y'all. And I'm like, <laughs> these people are living in, you know, what we consider subpar conditions. They're living in huts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, and I would take my hut any day over living in America. And I'm like, yeah. well, God dang, that's And sad. people are so attached here to the idea of this fake democracy that we have. It's not a democracy. It's not. We have literally no choice. Even the, te- like this one lady, she put on social media, she said, She's like, I'm born, you know, born and raised in Afghanistan. And she was like, the Taliban actually has, you know, uh, least restrictive laws about women's bodies than the United States right now. She was like, as a, in the Taliban, a woman can get an abortion, especially if it saves, if it saves her life. And if she chooses, now you can't choose to wear what you want to wear. You're going to still cover the hell up, but you can have an abortion. Isn't that insane? It's insane. Like, when does it become, I just, you know, and everyone wants to say like, oh, well, it's at least it's not as bad here as it is X, Y, and Z. It's worse here. It's but those are also like end of the spectrum worst case scenarios. I'm not saying I want to go to a hut in the middle of nowhere. Hell no. I'm saying I would rather live abroad in a city, a metroplex, like you know, yeah. comparable to where I live now, mm-hmm. but not have all this bullshit. Absolutely. I just know that all of this is a part of a bigger plot mm-hmm. plan, and I would, I just, I need to know. Yeah. What it is? There's no way they're just. It's not just this. It's white supremacy. This is like part whatever they're trying to preserve their white people in this country and i'll say specifically in congress they're trying to preserve their people that's all it is i do agree but there's something bigger than that like not bigger than that but the sub like the big thing they're trying to do now that this is like a baby part of and it's not that and there's something else and it's coming and i want to know what it is i honestly think it's that because if you look at it when trump made the comment make america great again he was, I believe, per this is my personal opinion. I'm not saying that he believed this. It's my personal opinion. I believe that he was referencing to the day and time where white people were in charge of everything, which they are now, right? But they did not have to share a level of power. The fact that you were able to live a comfortable, cushy life with slaves on your plantation doing everything for you and you live these insane, lavish lifestyles. 
once black and brown people started saying absolutely not we deserve to be equal what happens now their power is stripped they feel like their power is stripped away which is realistically not we're just asking to be on the same level mm-hmm. and we're demanding we're not asking we're demanding to be on the same level because you brought us over here so how how in the world does that make any sense for you to continue to be over us and we can't be equal when we bring so much to the table not only that i also feel like white people want to continue to be in a position of power because they feel like at any moment Black and brown people, specifically black people, are going to turn the tables and do the same thing to them that they did to us. Here's the thing. White people out there that you're listening, please open your ears. We, it's not in our DNA to be nasty and mean to people. It's just not. This social construct that black people are violent and we're angry, I have one question for you. Who taught us how to be that way? We didn't know how to whip people. We didn't know how to yell at people. You know why? Because we couldn't do it. So who did we mimic? Why, why in the black community our parents whooping their children with belts, which I agree with. Whoop them kids' asses, okay? I'm not, I'm whoop not a- Whoop that trick. Whoop, yeah. whoop them, whoop, beat they ass, okay? Cause we don't have black mass shooters in, in, in our community. I'm just saying that, and that was all shade. Anyway, but at the same time, who taught us how to be that way? You sat here and y'all called Native Americans savages. How? How in the hell could a whole race of people be savage? For protecting they, their own land. But, but not even that. They invited you here and were nice and said, we can share they all this shared, green They shared land. the corn and the cornucopias and, and the pumpkins. And you shot them. You, you literally. Gave them diseases and nasty shit. This, this is why I say white people are aliens. And I'm not trying to disrespect anybody who listens to this podcast. But I am being real. Everything some white people touch. Notice I said some. Everything they touch. <laughs> literally is destroyed that's what aliens do aliens come to the to, to planets to strip the resources and that's what they've been doing for you look at our ozone layer look at the economy and who has been run by you guys are aliens you're 50 percent. you're talking about x-men black and brown people are the x-men i'm just saying and furthermore boomer, <laughs> while i'm on here boomers there should be an age limit to where uh, in Congress, I'm sorry. If you sit here and you tell somebody when they work a nine to five job at 65, you need to retire because you know cognitively you're on, you're on a decline. Why are you 85 and still allowed to be in Congress? And I'm speaking to everybody. And I love Maxine Waters. Don't get me wrong, Mac, Auntie Maxine. I love you, and I love that you're a fighter. However, your age group should not should no longer be in a position of power. You guys were born in the time of Jim there weren't even Crow, computers, but not even. <laughs> I love how you go with the computers. But the segregation. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Racism was rampant and there wasn't even cell phones. Email. So you couldn't even record. You couldn't even research shit. Oh my God. Well, that's what I'm I'm just, because there's this boomer mentality that's like. I have to be in control. I have to be in control, but it's like, we need to go back to where we, there was prayer in the schools and we didn't have all these sexual constructs and mm-hmm. there weren't kids who could decide their own orientation and da da yeah. da da no <laughs> we did, don't need to go back there it's okay people committing suicide at alarming rates <laughs> and again if you feel that way then you are allowed to have your own kids and teach them that and put them in schools that teach that or only want to talk about that or move to places that do that. Do not bring the rest of us back to 1945 because you think that we shouldn't have transgender kids in the classroom and gay, homosexual, lesbian, transgender. I was trying to do the letters and it just got really mixed up. Anyway. And I get that a lot of people are like, there's too much now and everyone has too much toys and they're not all anything. I don't agree with everything that's going on. No. But I also don't think we should revert back to the Stone Age just to make a point. Exactly. Exactly. There's other ways to do it. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think it's um I think it's sad, but I can tell you this, it's not a black woman's fight. It's definitely a white woman's fight and I'm not getting out there and protest and I don't care how you feel, fuck your feelings. But, I just um, didn't a study come out that said that like um black women from twenty to thirty five were now they were more educated they're less married and they have less kids yes. than ever before absolutely so i'm not worried about us but get your plan b get your birth control checked and for people who are saying that oh yeah this is not a uh, it is a black issue here's the thing let me give you some statistics okay um most planned parenthoods are, are in put in urban communities aka black communities okay they love to throw that word urban black communities 60 percent of all abortions in the united states are committed by white women let me please say that again most i would say and you can 
don't quote me on this 99% of all the Planned Parenthoods are in the hood or in black communities and I'm not you know making a, a, a comparison between the hood and black that's not what I'm doing I'm just saying they're in lower income areas 60% of all the abortions that happen in the United States are from white women Math ain't mathin'. You're making a choice to have a child, which is your choice. I'll cut that out because that sounded horrible. <laughs> I just also, if you're if you have a miscarriage and you don't completely miscarry the baby, and they have to go in and retrieve that fetus from your uterus, do you know what they code that as medically? An abortion. An abortion. They do. So abortion is this big term for that a everybody, lot of things that everybody just assumes, oh, you're killing your baby. No, it's not there. If you look at ICD, ICD 10 codes, they have that abortion is an umbrella term. I have had friends of mine who have had incomplete miscarriages and who have literally almost died mm -hmm. from having that. Not only that, I have had friends of mine who have delivered babies full term and they were stillborn. So you're gonna prosecute that mother too? If she did everything right, she went to all her doctor's appointments, she ate right, she did everything right, and that her child still passed away. You're gonna now blame her with a felony to say, well, you should have did more. What kind, again, when you're dealing with aliens, we don't speak the same well, language. Well, and it's a class issue because you're talking about as soon as the baby is conceived, that's a life, we can't abort it. Once you harvest my eggs and you fertilize them, you throw away the shit ones. Yeah, you do. Or the ones that don't take. They're and not viable. that is technically now abortion. Yeah. But because it is very expensive to do in vitro and only very rich people can do it. I don't even say very rich because you can have a GoFundMe. People with the Listen, funds. People get BBLs in hood, so That's true. Money. People, uh, usually affluent people, people with the funds, well-off mm -hmm. people can have those types of procedures done. Yeah. We're not talking about that. Mm -hmm. We're talking about these lower income families, people, Absolutely. areas, women. Absolutely. But you know what I think is going gonna, is gonna, to, um, what I think is really weird too, people are just like just give your baby up for adoption give your baby up for so adoption don't kill die it. in the foster system but here's the thing foster care systems to a degree to a degree should never exist and I, the reason why i said it is because here you have let's say let's i'm just only using this example i'm not using any other example you have a mother who is a single parent who is struggling to raise a child and because she's struggling to feed her child clothe her child and she had the baby right so she did not you know have an abortion she had her baby She's struggling to take care of that child. Let's say she makes too much money to qualify for food stamps, WIC, anything, right? Let's say she makes $60,000, but she still doesn't have enough because gas is high, rent is high, the everything is high, right? She got student loans she's trying to pay off because she did everything the right way, right? CPS comes in and says, well, you're not doing enough and now you're homeless with this child in your car. Um, we're going to have to take your child, okay? Mind you, she doesn't have any resources. You put the child in foster care and then you ask a foster parent, hey, can you take this child and we'll give you resources to care we'll for this child? We'll give you money to we'll pay for this money. child. Why wouldn't you just give the mother the money? The foster care system should be dismantled. All this money that you have to care for other, to give to strangers, to care for other people's kids. Because let's be clear, drug addicts and alcoholics are not the only people who get their children taken away. People who work a nine to five still get their children taken away and they have not abused their children. Mm -hmm. Like, we like to paint this narrative that the only kids that are in foster care come from these abused homes. No, they don't. Uh, did you see Pursuit of Happiness? He was about Thank to lose you. his kid. He was literally trying to sell x-ray machines. I don't know why, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, I guess it was popular at that time in life. I don't know, whatever. But he's a millionaire now. But I'm just saying there are real parents who work nine to fives every day who are one paycheck away from being homeless. All of us are. Let's be very clear. We're two bad decisions and a couple of hard times. Not even two. One. But I, I think we should go back to segregation. I really do. Uh, wait, I'm serious. What am I supposed to do, bitch? Uh, you got to figure it out. Which team will you serve on? Okay. I don't have a water. The problem. whites or the blacks. You know what? It should be mixed race people and non-mixed race people. I don't think that's fair because there's too many of y'all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the hill I'm dying on. Could you imagine if they separated the world like that? Mixed people versus white We'd and be black? having a great old time. I mean, black people would be strong, but goddamn. You know, I would just love to see like the the pure blacks and the pure whites and y'all can duke it out on that side and we'll be all free and self-loving no, over fair. here y'all have to join us no. if you're phenotypically black you gotta join the blacks <laughs> yep you gotta it's join the blacks the, the paper bag test so yeah so my one student he would make it um, <laughs> he'd be on the white side he'd do okay on that one r.i.p ryan <laughs> It's nice knowing you. It's nice knowing you. But no, it's it's crazy. And I, I think it's I think it is sad. And I'm not trying to make light of it, but 
just understand this is not a black issue. This is definitely a white issue. And, you know, the fact that they, and this is why we kept saying this is a slippery slope that they're on because once they come after one thing, they're going to feel everything compelled else. to come after everything. And the fact that Clarence Thomas O'Coon bitch ass said that he's coming after interracial, that he, they, they should overturn gay marriage, interracial relationships, and same-sex marriage. I'm just telling you right now, they coming after it. He's giving you a warning. He's not trying. He's not trying to just say, "Well, I think, in my opinion, his because the last justice who was leaked, that was his opinion." And look what happened. They're trying to. And the thing is, they're they're never covert with it. They're telling you exactly what they're doing. You're yeah. you're just not listening because you're like, surely not here. So what is the key? To this I'm naming this episode. Listen to black women. We've been telling y'all for years. Listen to black women and Alyssa. Uh, it depends. You can listen to half. It of depends what on I who say. you're claiming. What set you're repping that day? <laughs> the blacks or the whites? It's good that you can switch between the two. That's not fun. No. It seems exhausting like code switching. It is exhausting. Yeah. It is exhausting. Yeah. Well, we're keeping yeah. the foul in, her pr- in our prayers. Keep me in your prayers. That was it's the prayer. just, um, yeah. I don't even know how to explain it. I mean, I think it's, I mean, like I, like I was telling you before we started recording, I feel like for you specifically, because you were raised as a white woman, even though you're phenotypically black, like I think it is an internal struggle uh, as an outsider looking in mm-hmm. because it's like you know and love these people but then the the ideologies and the thought pattern that they have goes against sometimes true what the other part of you is well and exa- it's exhausting to try to be a voice of reason to people who have not had those experiences those experiences Absolutely. yep like you can never i that's like trying to convince some man on the street how awful my periods are right or a male gynecologist i don't or, understand male gynecologists. <laughs> i don't trust y'all for shit i don't you ain't got no uterus how you if i say Mm-mm. you know how when you cramp and you do this and they be like uh-huh no you know you don't chad you don't know chad you just don't get it dr chad i'm not saying that you're in, i'm not invalidating you but i kind of am yeah just saying so yeah let's talk about something fun yes what are you watching uh what haven't i been watching a lot of oh no oh gosh well you told you already warned him hmm. a lot of good stuff has come out number mm-hmm. one did you watch spiderhead i did and i was not impressed spiderhead which i was excited for because miles teller is in it and he was just in top gun journey which Smollett. is so good journey's in it we love her from lovecraft and, country uh, chris hemsworth Thor. can't get enough of him um and it looked so good on the previews it's a netflix film i if anyone doesn't know i don't even know how to explain it it's like these people who are in jail can mm-hmm. apply for this program where they go for like pharmaceutical testing but they get to live in this they facility don't know it's pharmaceutical testing. they don't know it's pharmaceutical testing they just know they're there for something mm-hmm. and yep. they get to live kind of in a commune so there's no bars and chains they're not locked up mm-hmm. they all contribute to this lifestyle they're, they cook they clean they do all these things but this man is testing out these different drugs on them yeah to control their to, emotions yes yeah and i just thought i needed more it wasn't giving me all that it had to give mm-hmm. there could yeah. have been it could have been a little juicier i think i felt yeah i felt like the storyline could have been a great storyline but it, it fell flat and it was just i needed they, a twist at the end yes they kept too much of the storyline like I don't know. I just needed more. I needed them to, to explain more of his reasoning behind why he was doing this. And they yeah. just came right in and was like, oh, yeah, we're testing these for this and this. And it was like, but why? Where is the why behind yeah. it? And, and that, like the ending was so stupid. It's like when you have all the makings of a good sandwich, but you're just... No bread. No bread. Or you're like, <laughs> not enough meat. That's what Austin was saying. He made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and then he got everything out and had no bread. <laughs> I was like, that's Aww, so depressing. That is. I would just throw everything. I flipped the whole house over. <laughs> Dude, did I tell you that all I wanted was cereal. It was a weekend, and I woke up early for some reason. It was yeah. like 8 o'clock, and I was like, you know what? I want some cereal. I went to H-E-B. I bought some cereal. I bought mm-hmm. some other stuff. Got home. I didn't buy milk. Oh, no. I hate when my phone does it. I'm sorry. Y'all. It was the worst. Yeah. Um, I also watched the summer. I turned pretty like every other girl on social media right now. Do you the know what that I is? Summer. I turned pretty. Pretty. It's um, it was like this teeny bopper book series that came out a long time ago and they just made the Amazon prime show. And it's about this girl who like finally gets tits one summer and all these boys <laughs> fall in love with her. <laughs> so I've been watching that. That's what else? Funny. Oh, I started Umbrella Academy first I know, episode. I need, to, I need to start it. Is it good? It started and I was like, wait, what the hell happened last season? I know you all because they wait so long I to know. put this stuff out. Yeah, I know, but it's the first episode is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Good. That's good. I'm trying to think if I've watched anything else. 
I think that's it. What are you watching? So I watched also Spiderhead, but I also watched this one movie called Trees of Peace. I don't know why I decided to watch Trees this. Trees of Peace? Trees of Peace. And I, it's a great movie, and I think a lot of people should watch it, but I think you have to be in the right mind frame oh, to watch it. I don't it. need any of that right now. Well, I mean, true. So it goes about, so this is based off, off of a true story, actually. And so it's on Netflix, and it's, it's basically from the perspective of these four women and it's um, about the genocide in Rwanda that happened. No, between them. no, no, no. But it's really good. It's really good. I'm gonna tell you why. So it's about the genocide in Rwanda from the Hutus and the Tutsis, right? And how they were. It's basically about you know supremacy. How white people came in. Of course, the aliens. They t- they destroy everything they touch. Anywho, and so this one lady and her husband. They built like a little shed thing at the bottom of their kitchen. Okay. Like a four by four little room in the event that something happened. She's pregnant though, and so her husband works like with the UN. And so during the genocide, they hear all this stuff. He puts her in this little room. Well, then he's trying to help rescue other people as well. So then there's a nun that comes in. She's in there. And then there's this white girl who was just there on like a mission trip. Right. <sighs> and so she's in the room. Love mis- remind they me love to, Remind me kids. to tell you about my mission trip story. Okay, cool. So then they go into this little uh, area, whatever. So then he rescues this one last girl. Well, his wife, I think, is a Tutsi. And the one that he, he <gasps> rescues is a Hutu. And so, of course, she's like, get off me, you swine. And the lady's like, listen, bitch, in order for us to survive, you need to shut the fuck up. Now, mind you, this little room has like a little window to the street. So they're seeing all of these people being killed and everything. These four women, and this is a true story. What happened to the husband? Well, the husband, he was going back and forth. So he would like give her a bunch of food. And then she'd be like, we have to ration this because we don't know how long this is going to happen. Because they're thinking a couple days will be fine. And the one stupid girl who he raped, I mean, uh, who he saved, the last girl who was acting all stupid, she wanted to try to eat up all the food. And the lady's like, listen, bitch, we got to have enough food for the four of us or whatever. So anyway, and the white girl, she had a bunch of like granola bars from the United States and everything. And she was like, I was going to share, like, but we have to ration it out. Long story short, the husband, like, it takes him days to come back. These four women were in a four-by-four, four, like, little room. They were they had enough room to stand up, but they were stuck in there for 81 days. Shut the fuck up. 81 days. And then they finally got out. But 81, like, it, but it just tells us. The whole film is just in that. In that fucking room. And you see the killings from the little window. They had to stuff, like, their shirts in there. Um, at times it would rain. They didn't have water. And they literally almost died because they were dehydrated. They didn't have food. And so the husband would come back without being killed. I mean, because he could he, he would risk being wow. killed or whatever. And, you know, you had to show your paperwork that you weren't, you know, that you were either a, tuts, a tutsi or a, a, a hutto or what I said? Hutu? Hutu. Sorry. I'm talking about Hutu. She didn't really watch it. Um, no, I did, but it was just, oh my, and I watched it on a Saturday night too, but it was such a good movie about like building a sisterhood with these strangers that you don't know that you you come from all different walks of life and then the one nun she was just like god is gonna save us and they were like girl fuck you <laughs> without saying it so much but then the white girl she starts teaching them about like you know or they're, i won't call her a white girl she was the american she started teaching them how to read and how to write and writing down certain things and they just thought that they would never get out of there and but 81 days they That's spent 80 there. days too long and i'm like y'all didn't wash you can brush your teeth. Oh. Even with them pooping and peeing, they had to pull up part of the floor and just poop in like this fucking hole. And I'm like, thank God y'all had a little ventilation with the little window, but just them going stir crazy, the four of them who are complete strangers who are stuck in this room. So it's called Trees of Peace. It's a really good movie. Wow. It's a, they don't they don't show a whole like crap ton of like people being like blood and all that kind of stuff. They just show it from what from their perspective. It's almost kind of like, you know that movie with um Carrie Washington? Um, room American or Sun. Not room. American son. Yes. Yeah. And so they, they just are showing like their perspective of what they are like, how they're seeing what's actually going on, but not showing what they're seeing Mm. to a degree. So it's not like blood and guts or anything like that, but it's a, it's a beautiful movie about sisterhood and stuff like that. But it's also sad to remind, you know, of what white supremacy does. They just try to divide. That's all it does, which is horrible and disgusting. But anyway, that's pretty much all I've been watching. Nice. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's about it. Nice. All right. Anything else we can talk about before we get out of here? No, we went way over. Oh, you're what you call it thing? You want me to tell me that off camera? Oh no, I just your there's a, there's something that irks me about mission trips because it's rooted in white supremacy. Yeah, and like there was a in Peru, there was a mission trip people that were on our train, and I was just like, I, I don't trust it. I don't fucking trust it. Because again, you have a bunch of quote unquote sinners here in the United States of America. Go save them. The only one picture I've ever liked or video I've ever liked is the one of George W dancing with those little african babies it gets me every time Mm-mm. every time i love that video no nah, it makes my ass itch love it Mm-mm. 
but that's the only one. Because he goes back to his million dollar house. I don't like it. He does, and it's that for me. It's like they're vacationing to play, not to play house, and they're but to always play, taking like, pictures. Savior. Why are and they're you taking always pictures? taking pictures? And it's like it irks me. But they'll convince you that that's what the whole continent looks like. Like this one girl I saw on social media. I had to say this. <laughs> Just the, education is so important, y'all. Education is so important. She literally says, like, "That's like the lady." She says, "Well, what's the biggest scam in the United States? Or what's the biggest oh, scam yeah, that yeah. you ever heard?" And so the girl says south africa and she's like why you know she's like because how can you have south africa like south africa is a country inside of another country and i'm like bitch have you ever taken geography africa is a a continent continent. it's not a fucking country like also i heard south africa is the worst part of that continent i don't think it is i've heard otherwise really that is the best part I'm not as it's the best part, but it's very different. That see, that's what the white man wants you to believe. <laughs> no, All, I've everything heard... about Africa is amazing except for the Congo. Oh, pa- parts of the Congo. I heard that because everyone's because I've always been like, oh yeah, I want to go to South Africa, and they're like, skip it. No, the white that's part. Not true. Skip the white part. I've seen people on TikTok who actually live in South Africa, and the the parts that they show beautiful oh okay they live because i've always had like like tanzania zimbabwe like those are the places i want to go to zanzibar have you seen their beaches Mm -mm. their water is see-through oh my god zanzibar has the most beautiful water we gotta get vaccines to go over there though what kind um for stuff for like malaria and i hate malaria you do have you ever heard of anybody with it no no <laughs> i hate you get off. <laughs> i'm about to say get off my phone but we're in person <laughs> anyway uh yeah all that to say yeah i don't trust mission trips either i don't like people who do missions like do your charity starts at the house <laughs> if you really feel called you should donate to the two of us right your uncle sitting in your house is a an alcoholic go save him get the fuck out of here uh anyway oh but y'all you. just make me laugh mostly you i don't know why i said y'all <laughs> Are you calling me fat? Like <laughs> the two of you sitting over there. I lost 11 pounds this week. Thank you. Damn. Well, not 11 pounds this week, but I lost 11 That's pounds. That's what you said, though. In a month. She's no, lying to week. the people. I wish I did. Shoot. That would be awesome. 11 pounds a week? You'd probably die. That's not healthy. I'd be skinny. You would. I love that. Yeah, definitely. I don't want to do that that fast. So anyway, anyway, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Face Off of Fleming and Fowler. Remember mm. to spread love. Spread light. And don't forget to laugh your face off. <laughs> It's the face off. It's the face off. Spread love, spread light, and don't forget to laugh your face off. It's the face off. It's the face off. Spread love, spread light, and don't forget to laugh your face off. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms, including Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at The Face Off Pod. Be sure to tune in to The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler every Tuesday when new episodes are released.